It's your girl, Daisy J. Really, nigga? What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Daisy J. of the Better and Better Me podcast. And it's What's Up Wednesday, so let's get right into it. First of all, there are so many things I want to talk about, and we're going to get it all out there today, okay? Um, I'm just going to speak on everything um, from what's been going on in the media to Insecure, Um, and then I have a particular topic that I would like to discuss um, that I saw posted on my social media um, earlier this week. So, first of all, let's get into Insecure. This week's focus was on Molly. Um, I know, well, let me backtrack. Okay, I recorded a whole show about last week's episode and a few other things, and the show got deleted or whatever. Not a human error. It was an app error. Um, basically, every time I tried to upload, it was saying that nothing was there, and apparently Anchor deleted my post, deleted it. So, um, Anchor is what I use to post my platform, and right now we're in transition um, for season four, so... Basically, I'm taking a two two to three week hiatus um, and then we'll come back strong with season four. We've already been writing things out, getting it situated because I'm going to have um, specific topics uh, related to what's going on with everyday life now. But um, there'll be a lot of dopeness and I want you guys to just get ready, get ready, get ready. Okay. So anyways, um, like I said, um, let's talk about what was posted this week. Let's get into that. So, well, Insecure first. So this week's episode was about Molly. It was focused on Molly and her boyfriend, Andrew. And they went on a vacation with Andrew and his brother and his wife. And so um, during the vacation, everything looked dope. Uh, We're going to talk about some shit that went down, but... um, so Molly and Andrew um sexually I fuck with Molly sexually because even in season one she was getting it in okay um like I was like damn she's my spirit animal you know because at one point in time I did like Molly anyways so it cracked me up when he was freakier than she was like they were made plans to like bring things that they wanted to do sexually to each other to they went to Mexico and so she only brought like an outfit and he had vibrators he had all kinds of shit like he was witty and I was like I fuck with Andrew because he on that he got that freaky energy that's that's what we need okay and so they you know, we're getting it in and stuff, and she got into character with it or whatever. Um, but anyways, fast forward, they go to the pool to hang out with her, his brother and sister-in-law. And um, the brother splashed water in the sister-in-law's eyes, and she needed a towel. So Molly goes to get the towel. Ironically, this is a good episode because of everything that's been going on um, in the world today. So remember, they in Mexico. And so Molly is in line to get the sister-in-law a towel. The clerk who's giving out the towels when it comes Molly's turn asked to see her badge for her room. And Molly was like, oh, I forgot it. You know, I just need a towel. You know, my friend explained the situation. And she was like, "Uh, but I have to. It's my job. I have to 
get I have to have these see your room card and so mother was like but you didn't ask the white couple in front of me for the room card and the lady's like, well, I don't know what you're trying to insinuate or whatever. And so the brother-in-law comes over, is like, is everything okay? Shows the room card, gets the towel. They go back to the pool and Andrew can tell that something is wrong with Molly. And so she proceeds to tell him what happened with the little clerk. And he was like, that's fucked up. But the brother-in-law was just like, well, I feel like, you know, she was just doing her job. You know, what if a manager would have came and all this stuff? And so he was, she was just like, no, the couple in front of me, you know, they were able to get the towel and whatever. I feel Molly, this has happened to me before. I was in Walmart like a couple of years ago. Um, I only had like two bags, you know. And so I'm walking out of Walmart, you know how now they check your receipt, but basically they, they really don't check the receipts of like people with regular bags. They really check it to see if somebody's stealing water. So usually the people that are in the, that have the carts or whatever are the ones that they stop. Well, it was a dude in front of me and his girlfriend. They had like a bag each in their hand. And so the the person, the worker, let them walk on. And so me and my friend, because I'm the only one that was carrying stuff. So me and my friend, we walking through and he was like, I need to see your receipt. And I was like, are you? I'm going to tell you word for word. And I was like, are you asking me to see my receipt because I have something? Or are you asking because I'm black? Because the people in front of me, you let them walk by. And he was like, man, I said, well, I'm not showing you my receipt. I don't see you nowhere. Um, I know people that work for Walmart. This is some shit that y'all do. This is not some shit that has to be done. And I walked out. Like, sometimes you got to take power, you know, in a situation. You got to be like, no, I'm not going to allow you to do anything. Especially, I'm, I refuse to be profiled, okay? In these 33 years, you know, I've seen some bullshit go down with people um, that I didn't agree with. I've stood up for people and stuff. Like, I'm not about to just let you profile me because you think you can, you know? And really, that's why I fuck with Target. I don't fuck with Walmart for that reason. When you go on Target, you don't see nobody checking no goddamn receipts when you walking out there, bitch. You go in there, you get what the fuck you got to get, and you walk the fuck out. Target is nothing like Walmart like that. You know, I'm not saying that there aren't racist people that work at Target, but what I'm saying is you any, you could go to any fucking Target. It don't matter what area Target is in, and you will never see people standing there checking receipts. You go to fucking Walmart, it on any Walmart, it's always going to be somebody there checking receipts. Even makeup. I find it ironic that in the hood areas, they have makeup locked up at Walmarts. But in, you know, regular, you know, I guess good areas, um, they have the makeup out where you can get it. Like I said, I only shop at Target now. You know, Target is my store. If I have to go to Walmart, it's because I couldn't find it at Target or something like that. But I could never find my makeup that I use. You know, it's always out at Walmart and that's fine because I go to Target and CVS to get it but yeah y'all it's it's crazy how you know how much people you know go through shit and then just this week we have yet another black man being filmed um being killed um in the streets and I'm just uh, I'm tired I'm drained like I haven't been getting any sleep um because it's like everything is just replaying in my mind over and over. Like, is this really what it's come to? Why can't we just treat each other the way we want to be treated? You know, with kindness, fairness, 
why is it a constant battle? You know, my children are young, but I shouldn't be worried about, you know, when they leave this house, um, you know, what's going to happen to them. I expect the norm. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the norm is, I expect the norm. I don't expect to be every time. Okay, we got to go down this checklist. What do you do if you get pulled over? What do you do if this happens? This is fucking ridiculous. We in 2020. And you mean to tell me that nobody's evolved, that nobody's changed, that nobody has compassion, nobody thinks, you know, that certain things are wrong and it should be fair. Nothing like nothing. I just it's just fucking unbelievable, which brings us into our next subject. I hate, you know, the subject I'm about to go over. I'm just I I hate it. But um it's something that continues to go on, you know, and I'm going to bring uh, one of my friends on in season four um, so that we can talk about this in depth because she's very insightful with stuff like this. Um, she has a lot to say. But anyways, um, so there was a post on social media by ignorant ass friend who I have recently blocked um, <laughs> because I just think he's stupid. Um I feel like he falls into he's a follower and that um, he just posts shit just to post just to get somebody arguing on his page. So um, I'm going to read it to you and then we're going to discuss it. OK, so this random guy that he shared said black men are currently at a power struggle with black women. Asian and Hispanic women are taught to give men the utmost respect. Black black women are being conditioned to act like men. Therefore, they don't have the same level of respect, which causes black marriages and black families to decline. It's deeper than what it appears. He was reposting. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but recently, um, Young Jeezy and Jenny Mai from The Real got engaged. And the post said, from that post said, I'm proud of you, boy, and she is beautiful. Asian and Hispanic women have a level of loyalty that most black women wouldn't even understand. Congratulations. Okay. First of all, speaking as a black woman, um, the level of loyalty bullshit, I could... I think it's I think it's bull. Okay, because it's like it's two different things that I think I can get out of that. One is that oh, you mean that they'll let you cheat on them or whatever, or you think that they'll let you talk to them crazy more than we will? Because that's how I see that. Because most guys, black men rather, um, see black women as angry and argumentative, which is not fucking true, you know. And um. Also, I've done an episode um, of my podcast um, that I recorded for YouTube called Submission. You have to go check that out. It has a clip from um, from Fantasia Barino and her husband speaking on submission. Okay, I am not going to be I'm loyal, but I'm not going to be stupid behind my loyalty. I'm not I'm not about to allow a man to treat me mistreat me or you know whatever cheat on me or whatever and just deal with the shit like that i'm not doing that you know this isn't the fucking stone ages and all this shit 
Um, this isn't the Bible days where you, you know, you just stick. No, they have divorce lawyers for a reason. They have, they have all this shit, you know, set up for a reason. Now I'm not saying that Hispanic women or Asian women deal with that type of shit, but I know some that will love, you know, they'll tell you the shit that they've put up with, you know, now it's a woke situation. Like they woke in and they don't deal with it now, but they can tell you some shit that they went through because their parents told them to go through this shit or be loyal to this situation or whatever. I disagree. Not all black women are angry. Not all black women, you know, have an attitude or whatever. My independence comes from my mother. You know what I'm saying? It's a gift and a curse. My mom always taught me to have my own shit, to have my own dreams, to, you know, to reach my own goals because of shit that she went through. You know what I'm saying? When you know better, you do better and you pass it on to the next generation so they can be great and do better. Now, when it comes to being in a relationship, I've been loyal to motherfuckers that didn't deserve my loyalty. Okay. I.e. baby daddy number one and baby daddy number two. And partially husband too. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I protected him for a long time. Getting beat up about bullshit. Until I realized that uh, the fuck he played a part in this shit too. You know? Um, Baby daddy one cheated. Okay? Cheated. Put the capital C in cheat. Okay? With cheat to cheat, cheat, cheat. Okay? And I would just go back. Go back. Go back. Okay? Because, oh, I love him. You know, he's a father of my child. And da-da. But you put up with you put up with bullshit for so long until it's like, okay, I'm not about to put up with this shit. Not only that, we weren't compatible, bro. Like, he has a level of emotion that I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, it was so much that went on with this man that... I couldn't even believe sometimes when I reminisce, I'm like, damn, I can't believe that I put up with this shit, that I didn't speak up on that shit. Um, baby daddy number two, Lord. Okay. Lord. <laughs> like he's a great dad, but baby, a great boyfriend. He is not. I ain't never met a man that liked to argue about stupid shit all the time. I was accused of so much shit and it was crazy because I never did shit. And I'm not saying like I was perfect, but I literally mean like I never, I was not going anywhere. That's what I mean. I wasn't going to hang out. I barely had friends. Like I was so isolated with him and that's how he wanted that shit. Cause that's how the fuck he is, you know, and dealt with it. And then he left me, you know, while I was pregnant and shit, which I'm grateful for because my husband stepped up and did what he needs to do. But that nigga wasn't perfect either. I'm saying all this to say, like, loyalty and submission go hand in hand. And for the right person, I would do fucking anything. But these three men put me in a position where I had to be independent, take care of my kids, which, of course, they're my kids, so I'm going to take care of them. But the level of independence, you know, that I had to take on, you know, a bitch went through some shit. And now I work for a dope ass company, you know, and I'm able to provide for my kids, you know, and do for my kids as I want, you know? Yeah, I'm very independent, okay? But I know that when God blesses me, you know, with who he wants me to be with, that 
you know, that high level independence, it'll slow down. I'm not going to stop being independent, but I'm going to respect my husband and let a man be a man. You know what I'm saying? Um, he'll know that he's loved and appreciated and wanted and needed, you know, in my situation. But he is also going to respect my independence, respect my past, you know, and be what he needs to be for my future. I don't think that there are men out here that truly, you know, it's men out here. That they, they don't value the black woman. You know, we talked about this previously. Um, the stereotypes, yes, they say all kinds of bullshit and half the shit they saying, it's not really even coming from them. It's coming from other types of men. It's not even coming from the black man. You know what I'm saying? Like we can get deep if you want to, we can get into this <laughs> deeper. Um, because there are black men that don't even think that they black. There are black men that don't even understand their blackness. You know what I'm saying? It, it goes, it flows, honey. So am I against, you know, young Jeezy being with Jenny Ma? No, by any means, no. I don't even think it's a black Asian situation. I think the idiots that wrote these posts have dealt with some black women that weren't willing to put up with their bullshits. I'm not going to sit here and get cheated on, knowingly get cheated on. No, I'm not going to sit here and let you talk to me crazy, say bullshit to me or whatever. And I'm just supposed to take it. No, I'm going to have a voice. And like I said, God is going to bless me with a husband that allows me to speak my peace. We have com conversations. We communicate with each other. But it's not going to be a, oh, she's an angry black woman and whatever. Because all black women aren't angry. We're just not willing to put up with your shit. Prime example. I was dating this dude. Not even dating because it didn't even get that far. I was talking to this dude a couple of months ago, actually. And this man, on the surface, he seemed pretty cool. Okay? So, um... As the situation progressed, you know, you talk to them more. There were certain things about him that turned me off. And the biggest thing was the fact that, um, one, he was, okay, he was in a car club, which is fine because my ex-husband was in a car club. It's cool. You know, you got to pay these monthly dues and you go to these shows and whatever. Cool. The thing was, the majority of his money went into his car. He was living at home with his parents. He was not like, it wasn't a situation like mine where me, my mom, my sister put a plan together. We finna go find a house. We find a house. Everybody has their own room. We're paying, you know, we're splitting all the bills. Everybody's name is on a lease. Like nothing like that. No, this was his parents' house, you know, and his only concern, you know, which one was a good was his kids. Cool. But even in that situation, I feel like they, he got they got love and attention, but the financial part of it, I feel like was not cool, you know, and I, and I say that because his job that he had, you know, he probably was making maybe $12 an hour or whatever, but ends weren't meeting for him. You know what I'm saying? And he would look like he would say a little stuff to me and I'm like, I don't take care of men. I do not take care of a man. Do I have a problem with your job? No, that's on you. You know what I'm saying? If that's where you want to work, cool. But I prefer you have goals within that company. If you're working for that company, set some goals to be, I don't know, a team lead, a manager, you know, whatever. Work your way up is all I'm saying. But because 
ego can set in and you'll start, you know, being hateful towards me because of, you know, the money that I'm making or the moves that I'm making because I'm a very ambitious person. Um, I can give you all an example there. The company I currently work for, I started off at the bottom, honey, bottom. Okay. And I st- I was at the bottom for a year because I had a goal. I said, after this, I'm going to move to this level. Did and then an opportunity opened up right like maybe a couple of months after I had moved transitioned into that level a dope as opportunity came to what the position I'm in now that I've been in for two years I've been at this company for four years it I always say that it was nothing but God to elevate me because I prayed a prayer I manifested the position that I'm in right now and I you know I just I was like God put me in a space where you know, I can be talented me. Um, the money will come easily, effortlessly, and I'll be able to do for my kids the way I need to. Prayers answered. Okay. And I, you know, you can't do nothing but thank God, you know, every day. Thank you for my job. You know, elevation is everything to me. I can't be with somebody who's not ambitious, who doesn't have goals. Like I want to stamp passports with my man. I want to take my kids, you know, on adventures, you know, do things with them, take them to see stuff, you know, that even I've never seen that we have shared experiences. I took my kids to Disneyland. Like, come on, man. As a kid, I always wanted to go to Disneyland. It wasn't that my parents couldn't. It just wasn't on their to-do list. Um, And then years went by. We grew up we move forward we have our own families and boom I got to experience it three generations me my mom and my daughters got to experience Disney together I'm telling y'all some things are just dope to do and I'm not knocking the dude because listen I talked to the dude you know what I'm saying I gave dude benefit of the doubt because I liked him as a person but the only thing I'm not going to lie that really fucked me up about him is when he asked me for some money. And that's my biggest pet peeve. You don't ask a woman, especially if she's not your woman. This is just somebody you're talking to. It's not your girlfriend. It's not your wife. You know what I'm saying? Like we weren't in the position to where you could ask me for money. No. Hell no. You know, and he got like upset and stuff and he was being weird towards me, like angry towards me. Like he would say little bullshit like um, you don't know how to be submissive and you don't know how to. And it's like because I won't give you some fucking money, fucking money, nigga. Like, you know, I ring, I went in on that ass. I don't I don't like that. You don't ask a grown woman who's taking care of her kids by herself for some fucking money. You go figure that shit out. You go ask your homeboy. But see, the problem is your homeboys know you ain't shit, too. Because I know your homeboys. They know you ain't shit, too. You beg, borrow, steal, and don't pay shit back. You know what I'm saying? It's a character. It's in you. So those type of black men, no, I don't have respect for those men. I, I don't. You asking a woman for money, you probably, and then there's levels to it. Cause if it start off there, you angry, then you'll be angry about this, that, and the third. Um, you'll start being angry about my friends, the guy friends that I have that I've never slept with that are my best friends. And you know, there's a level of loyalty there. You'll trip out about them. You threatened by them because just because I have never slept with them or nothing, you're threatened because of how they treat me, that they'll send me a card or a gift on Mother's Day and my birthday, that they'll make sure that um, I know that um, 
me being a black, strong black woman is appreciated. I have those kind of friends that speak life into me. And you would get mad and say shit like, oh, he's trying to be with you and all of that. Just because of how he's treating me. He's treating me how I deserve to be treated. So, no, I don't need I don't need that kind of energy. I don't need that kind of dude. So, um, shout out to the person who posted this dumb shit. Um, all it did was like rile me up you know what i'm saying season four is gonna be everything because like i said i'm gonna bring my friend on and we're gonna dissect this this situation more um i also wanted to speak on what's been going on currently in the news (sighs) i am sick of us being killed by the police and it's funny because growing up you the you feel the police are supposed to protect you from the bad guy you know what i'm saying but all along they're the bad guys, you know, and then, you know, it's continual and then it's have it's been happening. The difference is that nowadays people are hitting record and going live and whatever. And it's sad that you have to do that. You have to go live just in case the situation goes left. There's somebody that knows what happened to you, that your story is being told. This is like, this is what we doing. This is the world we live in. I have been losing sleep behind this shit. Okay. Like talking to my counselor, trying to get, you know, shit. But it's like, my thoughts have not been organized lately. Like I haven't had peace. You know what I'm saying? And I'm over it. I am over it. And I feel like I can speak on it because I'm a voter. I vote. You non-voting motherfuckers, I feel like y'all can't get angry about shit because this is your fault because you refuse to exercise your right as an American to fucking vote. So you can't get mad at what happens because it goes on different levels. You need to vote on the state level. You need to vote on, um, on the federal level. You just need to vote. Get out there and vote. Make a change in your fucking community. If people need rides to the polls, get at your girl. Get at your girl. DM me. I'll figure it out. Because like I said, I have resources in places that um thankful for my friends that are in higher places that can help, you know, get people where they need to be. But we got to vote, y'all. Racism, yeah, it exists. But you can't tell me that during the time Obama was in office that this shit was going on the way it was. It was happening, but it wasn't happening as much. It wasn't heightened. We get this motherfucking green bitch in office. I mean, sorry, orange bitch in office. And he's like saying bullshit, rallying these motherfuckers up, putting a fire under their ass, making it okay to be out here just killing us. This is this is crazy. I'm outraged. You know, I'm hurt. The disappointment level is just all over the place. We have to do better. We have to come together and make these changes happen. Okay, you got time right now to get out there, register yourself to vote. Let your voice be heard through your vote. Okay. Yeah, y'all saying shit about Biden, but I tell you fucking what, you don't have a choice. There's nobody else. Stop being stupid. There's nobody else that you can vote for. It's either Trump or Biden, Biden, or you don't vote at all. And guess what? When you don't vote at all, that leaves this motherfucker in office. Come on, y'all. Come on. Think smarter, not harder. Yeah, Biden has some shit to say and Biden got a pass. Everybody got a fucking pass. And if we up here bringing up people pass, then nobody's safe. Okay. 
Get your ass out there and vote. Be the change. Don't complain about the shit. Don't get upset about the shit and you're not acting on it. Be the change that we need. Come on, man. It's time out for all the dumb shit. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I have little black children, like I said, and I feel like I shouldn't have to tell my child what to do if she gets pulled over. That's just ridiculous. And it's not just little black boys. It's little black girls too, people. It's happening to us too. And what's crazy is they're killing us just like they're killing you. They're trafficking us, you know what I'm saying, in high-ass numbers. Yeah, but it might it might be not as popular, but the trafficking for black, you know, little black girls, oh my God. I watched a video last week how this woman, black woman, was trying to take this lady baby. Uh, the lady's daughter was trying to use the restroom, and then the lady ended up whooping the lady ass. I would have whooped the ass too. Talk first of all, you talking to my child? Like people are crazy. People are sick. People are sick. Get it together. Get it together. Okay. I'm trying not to cry and be emotional because y'all know I do that. It's sad. It is fucking sad. But anyways, I want you guys to just continue to pray for peace meditate do whatever it is that you know eases your mind but stop complaining if you're not willing to be the change that we need okay get your ass out there and vote if you can because sec the second wave of corona oh it's gonna come but it's gonna come right around october november ish stay fucking woke okay Anyways, it's been a great show. Please continue to like, share, and subscribe. Like I said, three episodes away from ending season three, going into season four. We will be going on a hiatus for two to three weeks. Charge it to my head, not my heart, but a bitch need a break. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, if you would like to be on the show for season four, get at your girl. You can DM me or you can email me at demandedabetterme at gmail.com. Remember to go like, share, subscribe on all social media platforms. You are liked, loved, and accepted. You are necessary and you are needed. In these times, we need to stand together. As always, it's your girl, Daisy J, and I'm definitely demanding a better me. Over and out.